just before noon and the thunder is rolling. We have some thunderstorms making their way across Southwest Florida. Let's zoom in on Southwest Florida's only live Doppler radar. Some heavier downpours near the Tucker's Corner area, Babcock Ranch just to the south and east, and even stretching out toward Fort Myers Shore, the River Hall area east of Buckingham and stretching down into Lehigh Acres. Some heavy rain and pretty frequent lightning as well. That is all continued to move off to the east. We have this uh, thunderstorm that is moving through Charlotte County just now crossing Taylor Road, moving very close to the Punta Gorda Airport. Will likely not be able to have any passengers be walking out on the tarmac when that thunderstorm starts to roll in. And then there's more in the Gulf making its way off to the east and the northeast at 11 miles an hour. And that will put it at Pine Ridge 1208 Vanderbilt Beach at 1222. We'll continue monitoring this and bring you the latest in the next 15 minutes. All right, Rachel, thank you. Breaking at noon, a recycling truck filled with cardboard boxes caught on fire along US 41 this morning in Punta Gorda. Look at that. The driver apparently didn't even notice, and an officer had to pull the truck over. They stopped in the public safety building's parking lot, and that's actually where the police and fire departments are located. So the Punta Gorda Fire Department put out that fire. Luckily, no one was injured, but left quite a mess behind. We have more breaking news at noon. These two women are arrested in Collier County for stealing a car, then leading deputies on a chase. Deputies say 18-year-old Jada Barbour and 17-year-old Nayeli Boteo stole an SUV from a man that Boteo met on the, on the app Kick, it's called. Deputies say Boteo stole it when the man went into a Circle K on Santa Barbara Boulevard. The chase ended at Golden Gate Parkway and 70th Street. But inside the car was Barbour, not Boteo. Then deputies found out from the victim that both of them worked together to steal the car. So deputies then found Boteo at home and both of these women faced several charges. Hours after that, Collier County deputies arrested this guy, Kayvon Stewart, for the same thing. But this time, it was a rental car. Deputies say that this pursuit ended at 50th Street Southwest and 51st Street Southwest in Golden Gate City. Deputies were in the sky and had dogs tracking this guy after he bailed from the car and ran. After a few minutes, deputies caught him. Breaking at 12.01, a boy is thrown from an ATV during a crash in Northport. An ATV and a truck crashed Sunday at Yorkshire and Shortleaf Drives. The Northport Police Department says the driver of the ATV is at fault. They are facing multiple charges. The 10-year-old boy is at home and expected to make a full recovery. And looking ahead, Northport Police, they plan to do off-road vehicle enforcement detail in that area starting Friday, July 26th through the 28th. I'm Stacey Deffenball here in the NBC2 Alert Center, and I'm tracking uh, breaking news right now out of Washington. My feeds just changed moments ago. Chuck, our director, punch up Sat 23 for everybody at home to see the president. Whoops, uh, that's at 30. If we could go 23, Chuck, uh, you're going to see the president in just a minute. He is speaking to a large crowd in Washington, D.C., and he's at a teen summit right now, uh, the Teen Action Summit. It's a four-day conference, and this is for conservative uh, high school and co college students. A thousand-plus students were invited to attend this. It's for students, uh, I'm told, who love politics, current events, and grassroots activism. President, uh, the uh, keynote speaker here. Some of the others that they're going to hear from uh, some pastors, uh, Senator Ted Cruz, Senator Rand Paul, Congressman Dan Crenshaw, and Donald Trump Jr. I'll keep an eye on this and listen in and pass along any updates from your NBC2 Alert Center. Happening right now, two big water stories in southwest Florida from smelly red drift algae on Fort Myers Beach to keeping you in the loop about algae research. Let's start in Moorhaven, where NBC2's Annie Hubble is. She's showing you how the Army Corps of Engineers is keeping you up to date.
The U.S. Army Corps of Engineers hosting a meeting today to keep us all in the loop on their algae research. They're going to be demonstrating their habitats project that will help remove and dispose of blue-green algae from our waters. Habitat stands for the Harmful Algal Bloom Interception Treatment and Transformation System. It has three key steps, using a skimming technology to focus in on and remove algae from the water surface, a clarifying process that separates the algae from the water, then the concentrated algae is destroyed and converted to useful byproducts like fuel. Our crews will be able to see a demonstration of the interception and treatment technology on the tour this afternoon. The meeting starts today at 2 o'clock here at the Moorhaven Law. Count on NBC2 to be there and let you know what happens. Reporting in Moorhaven, Annie Hubble, NBC2. And from algae in Lake Okeechobee to a different kind of algae on Fort Myers Beach, NBC2's Ashley Dyer is out there to explain why it's taking crews so long to clean up the smelly mess. Well, for starters, there was a lot of it piled up and it continues to wash along shore. The town of Fort Myers Beach telling me they're seeing most of the red drift algae along the mid island area. That's where we are right now. And here's the algae. This is what it looks like up close. Now it's not dangerous to be around, just smelly once it dries out in the sun. The shoreline looking relatively clear today for the most part. You can see a couple patches of the red drift algae, but nothing compared to what we saw last week. The massive piles being taken out of here for a couple days now. The town says they are working to keep our beaches clean and clear. Scientists say this batch of red drift algae was brought in with recent storms and all of the rain that we've been getting. Now I did talk to the town and they tell us they're going to be monitoring the beaches and they're going to be out here cleaning up the algae as it comes in. I'm on Fort Myers Beach, Ashley Dyer, NBC2. It's just important for everyone's livelihood that, you know, everyone deserves to be safe on the roadway. Collier County deputies are trying extra hard this week to catch people texting and driving. NBC2's Megan Myers explains what happens if you get caught. If you're stopped, the citation you'll have to pay for texting while driving is $113. All week long, the Collier County Sheriff's Office is running a texting while driving enforcement campaign. Deputies are hoping to reduce the amount of crashes caused by distracted driving. The sheriff's office handed out seven citations and more than 10 warnings the very first week the texting while driving law went into effect. This week, they will have extra eyes out on the roadway. Drivers tell us they are happy to see the sheriff's office trying to make our roadways a little bit safer. There are people on the roadway I care about. I want my wife to be safe. We have a baby on the way. I want the baby to be safe. The campaign will continue on until Friday, but even when it ends, we still need to make sure we're following those rules. I'm in Collier County, Megan Myers, NBC2. An NBC2 News alert. Right now, we can confirm a North Naples murder suspect is pleading not guilty. Amanda Cook is accused of killing her roommate, Karen Lady. Deputies arrested Cook on July 3rd. Investigators say she hit Lady in the head. Cook has an arraignment hearing on Thursday. New developments in the case of Sammy Hamilton. The former Everglades city mayor faces multiple counts of misconduct and grand theft. A judge just granted a request for a competency evaluation. Hamilton was arrested last July. The 85-year-old resigned as mayor in 2017. Happening right now, a former Northport dance teacher is in court facing molestation charges. Lauren DeBenedetta is accused of having a sexual relationship with one of her 15-year-old female students. She's also accused of making out with a student at the studio 
Today, a jury will be selected and the opening statements will be made. She's pleading not guilty, but NBC2 is in the courtroom and we will have a full report later today. Over the weekend, just in Cape Coral, police made several DUI arrests, including four on Del Prado Boulevard South. Officers say that Jesse Amazega was going 73 miles an hour in a 35 mile an hour zone before they pulled her over. Christina Bel Castro is accused of hitting something before she was caught driving on just two rims. Renee Welter was arrested for drinking, driving, and then crashing. And officers say they caught Toby Langenkamp driving on a sidewalk and running a stop sign. Brexit hardliner Boris Johnson has won the race to lead Britain's governing Conservative Party. He'll become the country's next prime minister. He defeated his rival Jeremy Hunt overwhelmingly in a vote of Conservative Party members. He will take over as prime minister in a formal handover from Theresa May tomorrow. Happening now, FBI Director Chris Wray is before the Senate Judiciary Committee. This is a hearing on the FBI's oversight the day before Special Counsel Robert Mueller faces Congress. NBC2 will be carrying Mueller's entire testimony tomorrow, starting at 8.15 in the morning. But we will still be bringing you the news at 11 and noon on our H&I channel. We'll also be streaming the newscast on NBC-2.com. For people hurt in the 9-11 terrorist attacks, today is a day that they've been waiting for. The Senate is expected to pass a bill paying for the 9-11 compensation fund through the year 2090. It allows for whatever cost it takes to take care of the victims. Since those attacks on September 11th, the government has been helping out the survivors, the victims, and their families with this fund. Breaking right now, a Puerto Rico judge issues search warrants for phones of government officials tied to chats that sparked political crisis. Today marks the 11th consecutive days of protests in Puerto Rico. Clashes between police and protesters erupted last night. That's what you're seeing right now. They are expected to continue today as Governor Ricardo Rosseo vowed to stay on the job. Rosseo says he has already apologized and made amends following the leak of offensive online chats between him and his advisors. A political analyst tells NBC2 that this is a historic moment for the island. Annabel Torres says that these protests are paralyzing the area. People are not working, uh, there's no economic development, their uncertainty, uncertainty about everything is it's hurting all the recovery and all the progress that Puerto Rico needs right now. So local Puerto Ricans tell NBC2 they may be far from the island right now, but they feel just as strongly as those marching in the streets. But actually my heart is right in Puerto Rico and I will tell you, this has been going on for a while. So it's just time to go. Torres tells NBC2 she does not think these protests will stop until Roseo steps down. She says if he does resign by choice, the process of his impeachment will begin. It's hard. You know, it's a bitter pill to swallow. Next at noon, a Southwest Florida community grieving after three best friends die in a crash. Plus, a neighbor is caught on camera saving a boy's life from a dog. The must-see video is next. And Southwest Florida's only live Doppler radar, very active this afternoon. We'll give you a tour of radar coming up after the break.